Jesus said, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes in the one who sent me has eternal life and will not come to condemnation, but is passed from death to life. He also said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. What do these verses mean? And what did the author of Philippians mean when he wrote, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Today our topic is, Heaven is our home. We'll discuss God's Word and what it says about death and heaven. My guest today is Reverend Randy Asbury of Hope Lutheran Church in St. Louis, Missouri. Today's program is in memory of Reverend Dr. Otto Hinsey. This is Kay Meyer, President of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. Welcome, Reverend Asbury. Thanks so much for being my guest today. Well, thank you, Kay. It's good to be back with you. Well, it's always good to have you here. Some of our listeners might recognize you as someone that has been a host on the program for us yes, periodically. filling and in for you. It's right. been a while right. since I actually interviewed you, so right. that'll be nice. Right. Well, we're talking about Heaven is Our Home. Just uh, give a little bit of a summary for our listeners about uh, Heaven. About Heaven. Well, it, in one way, that's kind of hard to do because— I don't think I've ever been there, so I can't say a whole yeah. lot about it. Uh-huh. The, the Bible says some things about it, but not a whole lot. And so we have to be very careful not to say too much, <laughs> like some people may want to do. Sure. And so we have to be kind of careful. I, I would start with uh, two main, I'll call them uh, propositions here. We don't often think of propositions, but these might help us kind of summarize what the Bible talks about. And we'll unpack this as the program goes on. But my first statement is heaven is the Garden of Eden restored, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to unpack that. My second statement or proposition is, heaven is where Jesus is Mm -hmm. and where we are with him. So it's where Jesus is. So I think we want to start there because that's how the Bible really talks about heaven. Not so much uh, a place as much as what God's going to do to give us a new creation, a new heavens and earth, or just being with our Lord. Okay. And I guess we can't really talk about heaven without talking about our forgiveness of our sins. Correct. Eternal life, which uh, when we have forgiveness of our sins, when we have faith in Jesus, then we have eternal life. And it's a present reality, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's why I started out with heaven is the Garden of Eden restored. Mm -hmm. Because if if you go back to Genesis 1 and 2, you get creation. And it's a perfect creation. God pronounces it good, good, good on every day. And then day six, it was very good. And so God creates everything perfect. Well, you go to Genesis chapter 3, and what happens? Of course, Adam and Eve fall into sin, and they separate themselves from God himself. They separate themselves from each other. They bring death and evil and sickness and, and tragedies into the world. Well, that's why heaven is the Garden of Eden restored. God wants to restore us to that perfect paradise, that that uh, Garden of Eden, if you will. And that is accomplished by Jesus Christ coming into the world to live the perfect life, to die on a cross, to rise again from the dead. And we might want to talk about this too, rise again bodily mm. from the dead, because that's very important too. And then that's how Uh, God restores us to life with himself through that forgiveness of sin. So 
a lot of people think they can uh, earn their way into heaven. They think they can uh, live a good life or uh, you know, at least not hurt too many people. And, well, I'm sure God will let me into heaven. I'll just talk to St. Peter and, and, and tell him, hey, I was really good after all sort of thing. That's how people think. But that's not the way it works. Mm-hmm. Heaven is a free gift, and it comes only through the work of Jesus Christ, uh, forgiving our sins, and then we, we get to trust in him. Oh, yes, we, we believe Jesus suffered and died and rose for me. That's how we get to heaven. Mm-hmm. And, and we certainly want to help our listeners have assurance of the fact that they will, when they die, go to heaven with faith in Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, we want them to understand the message of salvation and what God's Word says. Absolutely. But as we talk about death and heaven, there's not as much said in the Bible as we would like. We would like to know everything, but God only just tells us a few things, enough that we know. Now, at the very beginning when I introduced the the program, I talked about a couple verses, um, uh, John 5, 24 and uh, John eleven twenty nine, where it talks about passing from death to life. Yes. I really like those verses. Um, tell us a little bit more about what Jesus meant when he said that. Um, uh, you will not come into condemnation, but have passed from death to life. What do you think? Well, I, I think here in John chapter 5 and, and a little bit in John 11, as you quoted earlier, um, you have to understand death is not just physical death. It can also mean spiritual death, mm-hmm. yes, right? That, that separation sure. that, that our sin brings um, uh, between us and God, mm-hmm. right? So I think that's what Jesus is talking about there first and foremost, but it can also apply to the end of our physical lives and, and getting ready for heaven is our home uh, where we're going to end up for eternity. But here in John 5, I think he's talking about uh, if you hear my word, you believe him who sent me, you believe the Father, you have eternal life. You have it now, yeah. even in this fallen world, mm-hmm. even as you and I and, and everybody listening to us are, are sinners and fallen creatures, right? We have eternal life now. That's why I said heaven is where Jesus is, mm-hmm. right? Because where his word is, where, where his word is read and proclaimed and sung, Jesus is there. Because we're, we're trusting in him. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. So Jesus is there. And so we pass from death to life. We pass from spiritual death. We might also call that unbelief, right, into life. We might also call that faith. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're brought alive again to trust God, to believe in Jesus as our Savior. Okay, good. And um, what else do we need to know as we talk about heaven? I mean— um, I know there's some foundational things that we need to know. You just talked about the fact that there's several kinds of death. There is eternal death or separation from God when Correct. we don't have yeah. faith. And then there is eternal life uh, when we do have faith. Um, is there any other f- fundamental things we need to understand? One of the fundamental things I would say, Kay, is is I hear people say this a lot. We, we pastors, we do— funerals all the time, and we, we deal with people in their grief. They, 
they lost a loved one after a long battle with cancer or as I recently did a couple months ago, um, uh, a wife lost her husband. He had a stroke all of a sudden and he died just a couple of days later. It was that severe and it was totally unexpected. So we're we're dealing with death all the time. Mm -hmm. And a, a line that I hear said all the time is, I know that when I die, I'll go to heaven and be with Jesus, and then everything will be all better. My body will be in the ground, and I'll be with Jesus. Well, that's not quite how the Bible teaches it, right? It's not just automatically snap your fingers, the deal's done, that's the end of the story. No, the way the Bible teaches it is, no, we get to be resurrected on the last day when Jesus comes again and our bodies and souls are restored, reunited, and and we are resurrected in the body, just like Jesus was, by the way. So mm-hmm. we might want to focus more on the resurrection than on uh, heaven itself, because that's why I gave that second propositional statement. Heaven is where Jesus, Jesus is. is. Mm-hmm. So that's why we want to focus on Jesus himself. Okay, okay, good. Um, well, there's so much uh, in there, and one of the other things that I um, uh, quoted was, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain, and obviously what you just said would be true of that statement, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain, Right. more of Christ. Yeah, that, that, that's St. Paul in Philippians, uh-huh. and he was getting to the end of his life, and he said, well, what do I want? Um, well, I kind of want to go be with Jesus, I kind of want to die and mm-hmm. be with Jesus, but... For your sake, you know, I I can stay in the flesh, too. (laughs) So (laughs) one of those things where he's longing to be with Jesus, and that's where heaven is, really. Yeah. yeah. So what happens when we die? Uh, Does our our bodies die? What happens to our souls? Well, the way Scripture teaches it is, yes, we die, and then uh, we are buried in the ground. Our soul is with Jesus, right? Go back to Genesis chapter 2 when God made... Adam and Eve, well, Adam first, uh, God made Adam out of the, the clay of the dust, right? But he wasn't a living being just yet. Remember, God also breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and Adam became a living being. And so that, I think, tells us that we're kind of this uh, two-part being, body and soul, or some people say body and spirit, which is the breath of life that Genesis mentions there. So, Fast forward to when we die, right, our body stops breathing, but our soul, our soul slash spirit, is still with Jesus. It goes to be with him to rest and await the resurrection of the body. Like I said before, that's not the end of the story because that soul is not just a free-floating little bit of energy out there somewhere, right? It still needs a body. And that's what Jesus will do on the last day. He will resurrect our bodies too. So that, that's kind of, the, uh, in a nutshell, what the Bible teaches about what happens when we die. Mm-hmm. Another thing to add in there, though, is uh, St. Paul uses this language. Even Jesus uses this language. Is When we die, it's like we're falling asleep, mm-hmm. right? We call it the sleep of death, right? And so think about when you go to sleep tonight, when you crawl into your bed, you go to sleep at bedtime, you finally fall asleep after your head hits the pillow, right? And then what's the next thing you remember? Then the next morning. The next morning when you wake up, when the alarm rudely arouses you from that slumber, right? 
Were you aware of that passage of time? No. But yet you were still kept alive, weren't you? Mm-hmm. So th- that's kind of a nice picture for how to understand what happens when we die, that we do fall asleep. And when we rest with Jesus, when we have faith in him, we are in his care and keeping, even you know for however many years or decades or centuries until he comes back. Mm-hmm. Well, now Jesus, when he was on the cross said to one of the thieves who hadn't done anything but kind of had stood up for Jesus, today you will be with me in paradise. And many times heaven is referred to as paradise. Um, So um, just talk a little bit about that verse. Yeah, now now we're back to my first statement, aren't we? Heaven is the Garden of Eden restored, right? right? right. And so that that passage is a great one. Um, And Actually, it can be translated a couple of different ways. It can be translated the way you just said it and the way most translations we're familiar with say it, but you can also translate it that uh, Jesus said, said, I say to you today, comma, you will be with me in paradise. Okay. So without a reference to time. So right. the point being that the thief will be with Jesus in paradise, right? However, that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we can take comfort from that in that, you know, we are kind of like that thief on the cross. We are sinners. Mm-hmm. We have our failings. We, we, uh, we don't love God as we should. We don't love our neighbor as we should. Sometimes we might kick the dog or the cat when they get in our way and we're, we had a bad day or something, right? And, and so we need to be forgiven sinners too. But Jesus gives the promise that you are with me in paradise. Mm-hmm. And that's where the second statement comes in, you know, that heaven is where Jesus is. That's what that thief on the cross experienced there and will continue to experience on the last day as well. But also think of this, Kay. You are with Jesus now in your baptism, aren't you? Yes. When you hear the gospel proclaimed and you hear your sins forgiven, when you take the Lord's body and blood in in the Holy Communion, that's when we are with Jesus now. Our soul is with Jesus now. So I I like to keep those two things connected Mm. You know, that we are with Jesus now, we'll still be with Jesus after we die, mm-hmm. and we'll still be with him on the last day and into eternity when he reunites us body and soul. Good, good. I have some announcements, and then we'll come back and continue talking about Heaven is Our Home. Today's Family Shield radio program is in memory of Dr. Otto Hinsey, our dear friend, Dr. Otto Hinsey passed from death to life on March 20th, 2016. For many years, he was the person I would call when someone asked me a question about God or the Bible that I couldn't answer. Otto helped train me in evangelism at Ascension Lutheran Church in St. Louis. I went on many evangelism calls with him over the years and eventually became the chairman of evangelism. Family Shield grew out of this outreach work. Memories were abundant as my husband and I heard of Otto's passing from death to life. My husband remembered the mission trip Otto took with him and our oldest son, Kevin. They traveled to Guatemala and Honduras. I recalled the married couple's church camping trip to Springfield, Illinois. We camped overnight at a state park there. We made friends with a German couple while we were there and invited them to join us as we we sat around the campfire. We learned they were not Christians, and we also learned about their German culture. The following morning, we found out that Otto had stayed up late into the night talking with this couple about Jesus Christ. 
This was so typical for Otto. He always looked for opportunities to tell people about Jesus and what he had done for them. Otto was passionate about the gospel. Thankfully, our friend Otto is now at home with the Lord. He is not in heaven because of his good works, but because of his faith in Jesus Christ as his Savior and Lord. Jesus said, In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you will also be. John 14, 2 and 3. I'm thankful for Otto and his faith in Jesus Christ. Family Shield Ministries has been awarded a matching fund grant from Thrivent Financial to help us expand the ministry into the future. To obtain this $10,000 matching grant, we must raise support from new donors and lapsed donors. So if you're being blessed through our educational and outreach services, we encourage you to give a gift of $5, $10, or $25 or more to help us. We've reached 85% of what we need to raise to secure this grant, and we know that your prayers and gifts are certainly needed. And thank you so much for considering that. You can send comments, prayer requests, or support to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. You can also go to our website at www.familyshieldministries.com and give a gift through our PayPal account. Uh, Continue uh, listening to us today as we continue talking about Heaven is Our Home with Reverend Randy Asbury. He's the pastor of Hope Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. And by the way, he's kind of the person I go to now and ask questions when somebody asks me. (laughs) I was thinking as I was reading that, that's what I used to always go to Otto. I remember once there was this guy that thought now that he was a Christian, he never sinned anymore. Oh. And I said, Otto, give me every verse you can on sin and wh- how we don't become perfect just because we believe in Jesus. And of course, he'd get out the uh, catechism and give right. me all kinds right. of verses. So just uh, re- great memories of Otto. But I, I was just thinking that a lot of times I email you because you you're so good at responding and getting good information back to me. Well, thank you. It's good to know I'm filling (laughs) Otto's big shoes now. (laughs) All right. So um, we're talking about heaven is our home. Now, one of the verses that I found interesting in God's word several times, it says, God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. I might be reading that wrong. Um, He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Another verse he is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Well, that's the way it says that. Well, what is the what do those verses mean? Yeah, yes. Let's go to your first one. Is that Matthew Matthew twenty two thirty two? Yeah. Matthew twenty twenty two thirty two. Uh, here, remember, you've got to keep in mind the context. Jesus is heading toward the cross. He's going journeying toward Jerusalem. In fact, I believe this is about in the uh, stretch of the last week of his life, and people are confronting him. So he's got the cross on his mind. And the uh, um, people are challenging him here about things like uh, uh, the resurrection. The Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection, and they concoct this story about uh, a woman who marries a man, the man dies, and then by Jewish law, the brother had to take the woman, and and then he died with no children. And then the next brother took the woman, all, all seven brothers, this you know, kind of strange story they concocted. 
and they're trying to poke holes in, in this teaching of the resurrection. And so Jesus talks about um, in the re- resurrection, they'll neither marry nor be given in marriage and all of that. And then he says, and as for the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was said to you by God? I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not God of the dead, but of the living. And so Jesus uses that very verse, that that phrase, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, from the Old Testament to say those people are resurrected even right now as they were as they were speaking. He's God of the living. They're living with God. And we might tie this back to the transfiguration mm. back in uh, in Matthew's version it's uh, what 7 chapter 17 who appears on the mount of transfiguration with Jesus but two heroes from the Old Testament, Moses and Elijah. And here Moses kind of represents, you know, all of the law, uh, the the first five books of of the Old Testament as well. Elijah represents all of the prophets, so it's kind of like all of the Old Testament people of God are represented here, those who trusted God as their Savior, right? And they are not dead but living living. on that Mount of Transfiguration. So God is God not of the dead but of the living. So that gives us comfort mm-hmm. when we come to our funerals, our graves. When, when I, I tell people, when I'm dead and buried, I'm still living. I'll be living mm-hmm. with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'll be resting with him, as we say, resting with Jesus or something like that. But he is God of the living uh, because he brings life into the world. I mean, he created the world to be a living thing and created us to be living beings and he comes to restore us to life with himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so many times people have questions about um, what heaven is going to be like. And right. certainly there's some verses. I mean, it talks about in Revelation that there'll be no more mourning or crying in heaven. And there's even a place where it talks about the fact that there's no need for a son because uh, God will be our light. But what else does it say about heaven? Right. And, and of course, you hear all the jokes about, uh, you know, thinking of heaven with uh, streets paved with gold, mm-hmm. right? And then so somebody in their, their greed and selfishness you know, packs all kinds of gold and money in, in their casket with them to take mm-hmm. to heaven with them, right? And they get there with their briefcase of gold, and, and the angels start laughing and saying, he brought pavement with him. <laughs> well, Bible doesn't talk about that. It does talk about pictures of the does, throne of yeah. God with, you know, you know, crystal seas and, and jewels and things yeah, like that. Yeah. But I think the better places are where we, t- we hear Scripture talking about the new heavens and the mm, new earth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that kind of language, new heavens and new earth. Isaiah 65 is a wonderful passage here. Uh, here are uh, just a couple of verses uh, behold, I create a new heavens and a new earth, God says. The former things shall not be remembered or come into mind. So all of this brokenness, this uh, evil, uh, the sicknesses we have and the problems we have, that's the former stuff. We won't remember that. Mm. So heaven will look like something we can't even think about mm-hmm. without those things, right? Yeah. Uh, it goes on, um, no more shall there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not fill out his days. In other words, you know, there's not going to be infant mortality mm-hmm. or we won't have to worry about death. Uh, the young man shall die a hundred years old. The sinner a hundred years old shall be a curse. So in other words, things we are used to, 
you know, sinners and dying and aging won't even be an issue, right? They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. In other words, we're going to be home. We're going to be in a place where, hey, we get to live there forever. And the garden we plant in, in, in the perfect backyard in, in heaven won't have any weeds to worry about, and, and we'll get to enjoy the, the fruit, the tomatoes and the cucumbers and the, the peaches off the tree, all that kind of stuff. So th- this is the kind of picture that God uh, uses to say, you've got something better in store for you in heaven. And, and I love this verse, Isaiah sixty-five twenty-five: The wolf and the lamb shall graze together, the lion shall eat straw like the ox, and dust shall be the serpent's food. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. Isn't that a beautiful yeah, picture nice. all in itself? Mm-hmm. No killing, no hurting, no hostilities, no jealousies, no envies, no interpersonal squabbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, all of that stuff mm-hmm. is it's what gone. heaven will look yeah. like. You know, in other words, sin is done away with. Right. No more death, no more sickness. So that, that's Isaiah. Now that sets us up quite nicely for what you mentioned from uh, Revelation, uh-huh. uh, Revelation uh, 21 and 22 uh, uses the same kind of language, actually. Uh-huh. Then I saw, John says, a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. The sea is kind of a, a symbol of evil, uh, of darkness, that sort of thing. He compares it to the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. And here's what you mentioned before. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. Mm-hmm. Straight out of Revelation 21. So that, yeah. that's a picture of heaven. That, that's neat. Here's another picture. How about Revelation 22? Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God, and the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. Also, on either side of the river, the tree of life, with its twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Let's pause right there. Tree of life, remember that goes back to the Garden of Eden and then bearing fruit every month. All right, very good. My guest again has been Reverend Randy Asbury. We've been talking about heaven. Where did our time go? <laughs> we need another whole <laughs> we, we, half we hour, need, don't we? We need a whole eternity <laughs> yeah, to talk about Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield, and uh, we hope that uh, you have learned a little bit more today about heaven. And again, if you want to learn more, go to our website at www.familyshieldministries.com. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.